0: Episode three hundred and twenty of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. I'm your host and the producer, Doug Culp. And I'm about to eat some food. Um. Also, I need a job. I lost my job at the fast food place on Monday for using. The Mobile Bites Rewards Program, which isn't open to employees, but they make part time employees buy meals if it's not a Friday or a Saturday or a holiday. And if you don't get your food handler's permit, which I begrudgingly got, finally then they make you pay 100% for your meals. So if you're working at a restaurant and they make you pay 100% for your meals, or even 50%, you're technically part customer. So the fact that JCWs doesn't let their employees use the rewards program is preposterous, is psychotic, and is proof that the owners of JCW's, Chris and Clay, don't care about their employees. At least lower level employees, anyway. <clears throat> once you get once you get to manager status, there's like some fucking skeleton key that you get where it's just like people don't, you're not watched as closely and you're watching other people and you're basically having to fucking babysit because it's a restaurant job you just have to make sure people are doing their work and i thought i was maybe on the way to manager at least once i took care of all my government shit with the government being held up about my benefits and i already mailed them this letter to be like hey this is the third go Let's set up the public hearing, like you said. I'm making under the maximum amount per month required to be considered for Medicaid. So please fucking help me and get me medicine for my Lyme disease. And now I don't have a job, so my money's going to dwindle as I look for work. Hopefully I find a new job soon. But um, I'm paid up for rent wise through May, at this place, and I... Remember I thought I was eating food? Chicken pot pie is still hot. Um. Fuck. Fuck my cane, fuck my Lyme disease, fuck my stupid job that I lost. And fuck my life right now because I'm in it. I'm in Utah, and here's one positive thing that's come out of me being in Utah. Every week, um, pretty much every week, there's been a family dinner, and there's like nieces and nephews and um, brothers-in-law and like mom and dad are there and they're distracted with the kids and, but. It's been nice to, like, be around family and just, (sighs) I, I I miss LA so much that, like, I would come back up and visit, of course. Like, I visited here when I was living in LA, but the cool thing about living in LA was that I wasn't having to live in Utah. Anyway. Anyway. Lost out on a lot of work from Lyme disease. Became homeless. Slept in my car for eight months. <clears throat> Had a very generous offer and made a cool ass thing that I cannot talk about yet. yet. And then I moved up to the Bay Area. I'm just catching everyone up in case someone's jumping in right now in episode 320 with my wife. Oh yeah, I'm also eating by candlelight. One reason I'm doing that is because it's kind of nice to not have like the bright, bright, bright bright-ass garage light going, but it's also functional because I've got some CBD flour, which is 100% legal in the entire United States because it's the medicinal part of um, well, part of the medicinal part, anyway, of cannabis, and the fact that I was able to just, like, order it online from this company, and they just mailed it to me, it's fucking awesome, but I have that flower, and I have a couple of these, um, CBD cigarettes, pure hemp flower. And it's really good. It's no THC, but CBD is also good with me. Um, Let's see. So yeah, I was going off about the restaurant. Oh yeah, another psychotic thing about that restaurant is that there's no break room for employees. And I know I've talked about that on the podcast before because it irritates me to no end, but to not give your employees a little tiny slice of solace for the tiny fucking 30 minutes that they get to take out of their shift, however long it is. I've seen people working 10-hour days, 12-hour days, 13, 14-hour days. And to be able to just escape the restaurant for those 30 minutes to be away from customers, to be away from all the food that's being made and brought out, to be away from just fucking any, any customer's eyes where you're like, I don't need to look at you, I just served you food. Or like, I don't need to be in the same area as you because you're eating the food that I made and like, I can hear you complaining about it. Or just some bullshit, you know, like, what kind of fucking asshole... Establishment doesn't have a break room for their employees. <clears throat> so, Chris and Clay, I'm calling you out for that too, you stupid idea. Uh, uh, that was a stupid idea to just not have a break room for your employees. It's so fucking dumb. Um, Short sighted too. It's like you uh, have never struggled in your life <laughs> and you just wanted to see other people struggle. And don't tell me that there's not room for a break room in whichever establishment. Because just fucking make one. Just make one that's like five by five. <laughs> like it doesn't have to be that big. Just put a fucking room where employees can go and they don't want to have to deal with customers. Because they're on a break. Because they're on, almost on a fucking mental breakdown from the stress that, that place uh, puts. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe that. My manager was like, "Yeah, every time we break a new hourly total goal, like, for the, for the of all five restaurants, then that's a hundred bucks in my pocket." And I'm like, "That's cool and all, but do we see any of that? No. We just get monitored and and watched over more and more closely, and the vice grip keeps tightening, and the disease of capitalism just grows and grows and grows." And these owners are just corporate fat cats now who, like, come into their places that they own, but don't, again, don't give a fuck about the employees, just strictly about customers and retention and, like, that stuff is good. But if you're not good to your employees, then it's a really shitty work environment. The only reason, one of the only reasons I lasted as long as I did was because the crew was tight. Like, (coughs) A bunch of the people who worked there were in high school. <laughs> but, like, even they saw through all the bullshit of, of the job. And I'm like, good. Like, at least, at least you're not dumb to it. At least you're not, like, turning a blind eye to corporate uh, elitism and um, talking down to and having control over people. It's so fucking psychotic. So anyway, JCWs, um, fuck the corporate structure that exists within that place. <clears throat> and oh yeah, the mobile bytes points. I can't believe that's the thing. That's like what they j- j- fucking they were investigating. They were like, what? Where where are these points? It's like, oh my fuck, like, if people are using your points, you should be happy, like, what, and it's money that has already been spent, and then it's this fucking program where it's 10%, so you have to spend $100 just to get $10 off, and then that stacks, so like, $100, $200, $300, so I had stacked $2,000 worth of purchases, into my mobile bites account which would equate to $200 off food and I think I used it maybe like three months ago three four months ago and when I heard that um if if employees use this then that's could be grounds for termination from that moment forward I didn't fucking I I didn't use it anymore. I, I scanned one more into my. mobile bytes account. But like. I didn't use the discount. Like fuck you. Go fuck yourself. <sighs> but yeah. They have a fucking regional manager. Who's like a corporate spy basically. And they were investigating. Where did all these points go? It's like motherfucker. The money's been spent. Like. The, it's, it's all in the ether because you decided to go with this fucking weird ass app and have really fucking expensive food so that when people get money off they're like oh fuck good I thought I was going to go bankrupt just from eating lunch here we had a lot of like rich customers I think where someone just dropping like 60 bucks on a meal for three, and then you're like, oh, that's that's just okay for you? That's fine? You're not worried? Well, must be nice. <laughs> must be nice to be able to just drop 60 bucks and not fucking worry about it. On food, too. On something that's going to end up being shit. I'm like, I get that there's fine dining, and there's lots oh, of really good food when really, you like, Oh, you couldn't believe how fucking good this was. It was so worth the price. But, like, JCW's is a fucking burger and fries joint. And it's, it's like a step below Steak and Shake in quality, but it's a step above, um, let's say, you know, Carl's Jr. or... Burger King or something. People would come in all the time and like, think that they were clever for getting the kids meal instead of getting the regular size meal. It's like, no, it's not clever. It's just being smart with your finances because this place is expensive as fuck. We will bankrupt the planet. Come eat our food, it's expensive as fuck, JCWs. Go into debt for our food, JCWs. Our food is, our bacon is so loaded with um, grease that, that the feeling of the grease trying to rush through your arteries and not being able to it's going to be enough pain for you to come back and get that get that pain again (laughs) the bacon there is so nasty unless you ask for it flat grilled because otherwise you'll take a bite of bacon and you just get like a burst of grease in your in your bite and it's like fuck that's so gross So, yeah, anytime I would get a burger there, I'd be like, and flat grill the bacon, please. And they'd have to like make an area on the flat grill where they could grill the bacon. Ever since the first time I did that, I was like, I'm never fucking going back. Deep frying the bacon, it's fucking, uh, again, fucking psychotic. (laughs) Like, it gets a lot of bacon cooked in a really fast time disease, but. It's not a solution. It's not a soluble solution. I wonder how many people have died from heart attacks from JCWs. It's like an honest question. It's a sad question. But also, again, that food, like all the food is dipped in grease and just drenched in grease. Unless you get like a grilled chicken or... Turkey and Swiss or there's a there's a handful of things where you're like, okay, this isn't caked in grease. The burgers too. I mean, cook them on the grill. Ask for it medium rare because by the time you get it, it might be medium to medium well. Because again, a place gets busy as fuck. And I'm like, I'm I'm glad to be done with that place. And I'm really, really glad for the potential future jobs that I'll get. And again, that's one of the purposes of this episode, to be like, hey, can can you like maybe call someone or talk to someone who might need someone for work? Cannabis work preferred in Los Angeles, in or around Los Angeles. Um, but, you know, I've done it all. Food service, and radio store, movie theater, um, Jersey Mike's, that's technically food service, but I wanted to brag about working at Jersey Mike's. <laughs> the place is so fucking good. And the whole time I worked there, never got tired of the food and the whole time i worked there i was like oh like fine with working there there was never dread there was never a moment of like oh man this part um jersey mikes surveys in the mall um santa photographer stand at the mall um, bunch of food service jobs. I've had four pizza jobs. And one of them was like pizza and Mediterranean food. Wood-fired pizza. Sammy's. Shout out. Um, One of them was Papa J's. Fuck that place. Um, one of them was Rossi's Pizza, which is like a really good mom-and-pop shop that kind of got fucked up a little bit because the owner went through this divorce and it was, it was like kind of messy because him and his wife owned the place and then it was like, well, I guess we gotta split it and then he stayed at the location I was working at and then she went to and like opened up a different branch somewhere else and, I don't know, after working that job and Palomar College at the same time fucking when gas was four seventy five a gallon, and I just kept putting money onto a loan, a personal loan that I got from the bank, because I had two jobs, and it still wasn't enough to support me, and I was like, well, fucking what the fuck do I do, and then there was a bank right in the same parking lot as the pizza place, and I was like, well, let's see if this fucking works. It was 2008, so it was right around the time of the burst of the housing crisis. Housing market crash. And so they had no problem giving me an $8,000 loan. They were like, How much do you make per month? And I go, Well, oh, maybe around that $1,200. And they go. And I was exaggerating because it was really around like 900 to to $1,000 with two jobs. And um, oh man. Mm. Sorry, I got some of the chicken pot pie crust stuck and then I got it unstuck and chewed it. Shit, what was that? Was in crisis oh yeah so they go how much you make per month? 1200 bucks really making 900 to maybe a thousand maybe and they go we'll just say 2000 and i'm like uh-huh okay <clears throat> didn't think much of it and um so yeah we'll just say 2000 and then all of a sudden i have this loan and i'm able to pay my bills and i'm able to pay gas again um and yeah just living just above my means, and so like every every month just putting a little more on that card a little more on that loan I'll get to it I'll fucking get to it and then I got this job that was fucking terrible it was at a call center like I made the best of it and I'd call people a cold call blah 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 calling all these businesses for credit card processing and um and then i made manager and i was like oh shit yeah i could i could be manager like not only will i not have to call as much but i could show people how to call and like um and like to call I'm going to do, like, fun shit during breaks and stuff, because, I mean, what the fuck coming from... And also, I was opening a new um, branch of the place. It was like, be the manager inside sales, and just, like, see how it goes. And I was like, fuck, yeah, okay. And around that time, I had convinced my friend Tyler to move out. Shout out to Tyler. He's, He's on very early episode of Yamatat, and um, I was like, yeah, California, fucking fuck yeah, let's make this zombie show that we're writing, it was before The Walking Dead had even come out on TV. So the plan was, <coughs> <sighs> <sighs> me and Tyler and Josh, we're gonna write this fucking awesome zombie show, which we did, and it's still fucking awesome. And I think I want to do just like rake over it and um, fine tune it, but other than other than a couple small things. It's very fucking cool. And so the three of us wrote this show. And we were like, fuck yeah, we did it. And I sent it into the WGA West. I was like, this is, this is going to be official, guys. Like, We're, we're going to actually have this with our names on it. And it's going to go to the WGA. And, and all of our names are on it. And we made it, I think we made the pilot, like, an hour and a half. (laughs) Because we were like, yeah, we'll fucking have a pilot event. And then each episode after that would be an hour long. And we had mapped out from season one to fucking season five. And of, like, story of, like, what's going to be the arc of this season? What's going to be the arc of the next season? What's going to be the arc of... And we, like, went deep into this show. I'm pretty sure we have a show bible... If we don't, it's, like, all on our hard drives and emails and stuff, but, um, the show is so fucking fun to write, so we write this show, and <coughs> I jumped ahead, so I got Tyler to move out here, here meaning LA, and LA meaning San Diego County, because I lived in North San Diego County before moving to LA, and I was like, Tyler, Josh, get out here, let's fucking chase our dreams, do something big, fucking do something with our lives, like, because at first, like, Tyler was like, man, I don't know, I got a pretty comfy life here in Vegas, and, like, he was gonna go to, um, casino dealing school, car dealing, uh, classes or college or whatever it is, and, um, while he was working for a cable company, and, he was like, I don't know, man, I, I'm pretty good here, like, I've been walking and biking to work, like, uh, um, I'm, like, making a lot of money and saving, and also, I think I'm gonna maybe be a card dealer at a casino. And I was like, and then what, dude? Are you Are just gonna be a card dealer? Like, what? I thought you had dreams to do, like, something else, like, didn't you, weren't you saying something about like some cool-ass zombie show that you were thinking of because the zombie show is tyler's baby and um me and josh were like fuck yeah dude let's write this thing but it took some so yeah finally after tyler was like all right i don't know if i want to go to School anymore i was like yes and um so he moved out and then me and Tyler were calling Josh like every fucking day being like California. And. And at first Josh was like, I don't know, man, like I got it pretty tight here. Like my rent's cheap. my works good. And like. Oh, everything's kind of good. And I'm like, OK. And then what? Like same kind of thing that I said to Tyler where it's like. Dude, we could not only be roommates and shit, but we could make shit. And that would be awesome. Like, how fucking dope would it be to be paid to make a TV show? And, like, Tyler already knew that would be dope. And then Josh Josh was like, uh-huh, yeah, that does sound kind of dope. Maybe I don't want to be in the writer's room, though. Maybe I'll be in, like, a consultant or something. He, like, he wanted to he's like let's get paid for these ideas but have as little to do with them as I have to as possible I'm like that's fine <laughs> me and Tyler will get a, a, a bigger share of the whatever money we make though off of this show But so we're in the writer's room and we just occasionally go to Josh and be like what about this <laughs> so um If you've been following my story, you'll know that I'm uh, living in Utah and just got fired from my last food gig. I'm going to start hitting stand-up again really hard soon because life is funnier when it goes to shit. But also, I just haven't been going because I've been so fucking demotivated from working at JCW's and having a crushing... Life crushing uh, food job, but now that the curse is broken, I'll be able to go up there at a moment's notice and fucking do some stand-up. Keith from Wise Guys, please book me. I mean. 11 fucking years, I got my stand-up special. It's yet unreleased. I forgot to mention that when I met you that one time. When you were like, what's the name of your special? Because you were probably going to watch it, or at least check out the first five minutes, or whatever the fuck. But yeah, it's not been released yet. It's just sitting on my Google Drive. (sighs) And... If people here in Utah want to find me a job really close by to where I was already working, that would also be wonderful, at least for the short term, so that I could save up more to make a steadier move, or a stabler move back to LA. Cause right now, like, I'm not starving, but I can I can foresee it in the future, and this is about where I was at last time I was about to become homeless, so I'm gonna be. I mean, I've already been hitting LinkedIn and Indeed very hard. I'm gonna be reaching out more too. Not just the listeners, not just the yamitators. Is anyone out there? That's me pretending I'm knocking on the uh, microphone. Hello? Hello? Is anyone listening? I see bandwidth spikes. I see that people are listening. And I can see, like, geolocation, too. Not exact, but it'll be, like, people in this area are listening, or, like, someone in this area just consumed fucking 50 gigs of bandwidth and I'm like holy shit so if you're out there please help reach out to me yamatatpodcast at gmail.com but also yamatat on twitter dougathan d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n on twitter and instagram and twitch.tv and dougathan.threadless.com please buy merch from my art website because I fucking put merch up there. And I've only sold one shirt. And. I made five dollars off of it. Which. Not too shabby. But one shirt. <laughs> and I encourage. Anyone who has purchased. From that store. Thank you. And like. I don't know, share it. Share You already did share. But everyone else like just just go to com. just see if you like anything there cuz i've made a lot of shit and like i don't know the journey of an artist is a fucking weird one but i feel like i've made enough stuff to hold to hold, over, to hold me over creatively for like the next 5 years if someone would just go, yo, here's this, and then i go, fuck yeah, let's do it. Like, let's make a project, let's make a song, let's make an album, let's make um, a movie or TV show, or um, a fucking sketch show. Um, but yeah, uh, when I say, Hello, and all that stuff, and I'm like, come on, listeners, are you even there? I really do want to hear back. Like, just say something. (laughs) Even if the hashtag is just Yamatat. But yeah, to just know that people are out there actually listening, and that it's just not bots consuming all the bandwidth, and then I'm just left here like, I thought people were listening. People told me directly that they were listening. Let's see, off the top of my head, I can think of like three, maybe four people who are listening right now. So like, if you guys are still out there, fucking hell yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sticking through, even even through the hard times right now where I'm like, fuck, I need to get my RSS back up on iTunes. And every time I go to research it, I get bogged down in all this like uh, jargon where I'm like, Fuck, it's been a long time since I've done this. Plus, the website I found before. Not like... Put it all nicely together. And then I would just have to put next. And then click over and search a couple things. And click next. And then save it to the XML. And then download the whole new XML. And then post it. And like, I can't find a site that's like that. And I'd also ask for help from the listeners with that like if you could just think of like well what's the best solution here because i'm also going to have (coughs) to import my last xml that i used Uh, it's a whole big to do and i'm trying to to do it update on the chicken pot pie it was very good um, so now that I've talked about some serious stuff and some not so fun stuff like the job and the fucking losing the job and needing to find work and needing money um, I was just gonna, I was about to say my GoFundMe link but I'm not sure that the, it's still active because I haven't been to it for a while and Heels Dug In is still very real um, is like on a on a strictly physiological and like just logical standpoint i guess like i have lyme disease and when when I got it and didn't have a diagnosis for a really long time, I came to terms with my own death, and so I know that's hard for a lot of people to hear and and to process. But I've been talking about it ever since it happened because it's it's an important um, space to be in. Like if you. <laughs> If you, um, someone liked one of my tweets, that's why I giggled. (laughs) And in case you're wondering who, you could look it up. Because it happened at about 12.27 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. (laughs) On Friday, this day that you may or may not be listening to this, release day of this podcast episode. Um... (laughs) so I came to terms with my own death and it's been a very interesting journey from there because not only like when I was when I was selling weed in LA I was just always in harm's way And and I knew that but I was like I don't care like if Like, if I have to fucking die in the next few years, let it be doing something I fucking love. And I fucking loved selling weed. Um, It's one of the coolest jobs I've ever had. And also, I feel like I could do it forever. Because you're sharing the good green with everyone. And you also get to be high while you're at work. <laughs> to a, I mean, fucking to a degree, but when I worked the Cannabis Cup 2018 for Nug, getnug.com. I still support them because it's a pretty, pretty cool, pretty cool-ass business. um like everyone got high that day like the bosses passed around a joint before we went out into the uh, fucking fields to talk about our shit Oh, fuck yeah. Also, I remembered what I was gonna talk about earlier. <coughs> so <coughs> So I just finished watching season one of Lock and Key, which is really cool. Because it's based on um, a graphic novel by Joe Hill and Gabriel something. I'm so sorry. I can't remember your last name right now. Um, but it's beautiful. And I read the volume one of the comic. And so, like, going into it, I already kind of knew what I was in for. And it was so cool to watch it all unfold and like um, it makes me want to go back and buy the buy the trade number one that I read and then buy the rest of them that I haven't read and then fucking read through all of it and consume it and then just watch it all unfold because it was so cool seeing because um, it's a it's a dope story and you just have to watch it. Oh no! What the fuck? Oh no! I just dropped some herb, some of that CBD herb, uh, and it's not bright enough to see where it went. I gotta turn on the light before I leave. There's the bowl. <laughs> my my bong has this um. Release not release, but like a handles basically to lift the bowl once once it's ashed. And that's what I put the weed through a second ago and I was like, My weed, my herb, my my hemp flower. <coughs> my beautiful hemp flower. Yeah, I also put my phone charger down here so that I could record the pod down here. So I'm in the garage. Got the candle going. Got the fucking herb going. Got the CBD herb going. See, I watch Lock and Key, watch um, <coughs> a bunch of stuff. Watch a bunch of stuff. That was my message for the episode. You know what? Just watch a bunch of stuff. Like, who fucking cares what it is? Just fucking watch it. That shit. Fuck that shit, man. I think I'm about done in in the garage, and maybe with the episode. Covered some topics, I don't want to belabor the point. I need a job. Please fucking reach out to me and help me get a job. (coughs) Whether you're in Utah, to help me get something short-term for the time I have left here at this place, or Whether it's for the long term, and it's in in or around our way, it's a job where I could just walk in and be like, look, I already know how to do this thing, here I am to do this thing, and then maybe I work full-time, maybe I work part-time, who knows, we'll figure it out when we get there, but first, I need to be introduced to some new work, because the podcast is gaining me zero dollars per year and I mean I still love doing it at one point I was like maybe I just will stop and I was like no because not only when I started this thing that I intend to keep doing it every week until I fucking died but to go six years and then just be like meh Every fucking week, even while I was homeless, sleeping in my car. No. You're not getting rid of me that easy, internet. (coughs) This is my weekly internet radio broadcast, or word. Shit, I need to get away. (coughs) Clear her throat before I attempt my Malcolm McDowell again. Which this EVD is helping with. Because, in case you didn't know... I guess you didn't know. In case you didn't know, when you smoke herb, it finds, like, uh, little patches in your lungs that may be stuck, or there's mucus there, or whatever. And then if you cough in the right ways, You can fucking just expel that mucus out of there. And then what once was function of just one lung and the other lung felt dormant for a while. Boom. Now you got two lungs open. Fuck yeah. I'm all about using both of my lungs. (sighs) (laughs) That's the theme for this episode. I'm all about using both of my lungs. For talking, for laughing, for singing. Both lungs, baby. Both lungs. This has been Doug Cope and the Both Lungs. <clears throat> Maybe. I'm not sure. Right now. <laughs> <coughs> 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 So I always used to wonder why doctors would do that test where they go, breathe in real deep, now breathe out. I'd be like, why the fuck do they need to do that? Why does anyone need to do that test? And ever since getting Lyme disease, I'm like, oh, okay, I 100% see why that test is necessary, and thank you for always doing that test. Because sometimes I'll be breathing in, deep breath in, and then (laughs) <laughs> the air will catch, like, some, again, phlegm, or meat or just a weird patch in my esophagus where it's just fucked up from not being able to run on its own thanks to this fucking Lyme disease. No thank you, Lyme disease. That was fake. I didn't really mean it. Don't, don't take it to heart. Don't take it to heart, bacteria. No, stop fucking inside of me. Stop eating my insides. Stop feasting on my muscles and sinews. So this has been episode 320 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And uh, uh, I'll think of a title. Something to, something to have to do with them. Find me work. Maybe that would be it. Okay keep listening share this with two people you know and um please 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 engage on social media with this because hardly anyone does and i mean it's cool when people do but please please share it retweet and um so yeah go to yamitat on twitter um there's a yamitat for instagram but i don't I haven't really kept up with it, like, it exists. Um, <coughs> and then there's Yamatat with Doug Culp, is the link for facebook.com slash. Um, A couple other things, uh, if you want to check out some of my music, which is available to just stream on Bandcamp, or you can buy the wave file. Uh, yeah, it's not an mp3. It's a high quality video file, and some of my songs are just up there for you to check out. They all have a price, and again, you can just listen to it and bounce, but really glad you came.bandcamp.com is my Bandcamp page, and if you want to check out my art, including my font, my font is on my personal Instagram, dougathan, d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n, but also it's on my Deviant DeviantArt page, dougathan.deviantart.com. And, um... Uh, fuck, I mean, yeah, if you found this, if you're listening to it, then you are, you have clearly gone to com slash podcast Share this link around to everybody. But also you can share... Oh well, yeah, if you download the episode, you can um, share it that way too. But I, don't know. <laughs> I was like ending the ending the episode, and then I trailed off into like more plugs. Here's my here's my other shit. Check it out. Okay, later. Find me work, please.